Good afternoon, everyone. It's Dr. Nigro again, our next episode of Psychology Unplugged. As always, one of the fun aspects of my week that I look forward to. Uh, had a really fun time with a lot of people who came from different parts of the country this week uh, to do neuropsych evals. Um, really, it's an honor and a privilege, and I really appreciate all the comments and the positive impact that this podcast has having on so many people and um like i said julie and i just always say it's our modest version of god's work but uh today being father's day uh i did the episode on mother's day about my mother and i thought it'd be fitting to talk about my father and his role in my life which was significant and influential and were it not for him this podcast probably would never have come to fruition or started. So if you think about it, a lot of you guys who are benefiting from this podcast, you really want to thank my father because he's the one that encouraged me to do it. Now, I remember, uh, see, I lost him two years ago. Uh, so we were driving down. Uh, he, he was like Dunkin' Donuts coffee when he came out to Massachusetts. And we were driving down streets called Ocean Street and driving to Dunkin' Donuts. And he said, why don't you do a podcast? I'm like, huh? He's like, well, you like to talk. Obviously, you guys could probably pick that up, that I'm the extrovert, Julie's the introvert. And um, he was really the one that kind of uh, planted that in my brain. My response was a podcast. Like, I don't know anything about technology and really what podcasts are and stuff like that. But uh, So I would definitely give all the credit to him for the etiology and the ontogenesis of this podcast, Psychology Unplugged. But my father was one of the most amazing individuals in my life and has had such a profound impact on uh, who I've become. And uh, he became a tremendous um, role model for me in a different relationship that I had with my mom because I was closer to my mom being the youngest. And uh, my dad was he was quiet. Um he was the middle child, um, all Italian family. Family was from Calabria. And we would go to Italy every year in the summer before the pandemic and uh, have just such a great time. And I have so many wonderful memories. And I think sometimes what I vacillate with is, you know, my mom was alive. We don't have a lot of pictures, but I have a lot more pictures of my father. And he was uh, he was my best man at my wedding uh, to Julie. So his role in my life was really pivotal and and making the decision to leave Chicago and come to Massachusetts was one of the most difficult things. I can remember probably going back and hugging him 10 times before I pulled out of the driveway and talking to him almost the entire way driving straight through. I think I stopped in Stopped somewhere in New York because I was tired from driving. It's about a 15-hour drive. But anyhow, uh, I just wanted to take this episode to extend my my gratitude because uh, losing him it was like, like losing the rain. Um, one of the most gentle souls, uh, incredibly wise, and and he he carried a lot of pain with him because he lost his mom at a very young age. She suffered from really bad strokes. I never met his parents, um, but uh, his mother had a beautiful name, Innocencia, 
and his father's name was was Nicholas. And um, I I don't think my brothers met his mom. They may have met his dad. I'm not not sure, but he always felt that he got cheated um, out of his relationship with his mom. And that was one of the topics that he never really talked about with me. He would talk, he talked about it with Julie and he had this great philosophy. He's like, you know, why can't people from heaven just get one time a year, come down and, and get to visit us? I think it's a pretty cool idea. Um, so, you know, I lose I think I did the episode on grief and loss talking about my personal experience of losing my father when at the beginning of the pandemic and not knowing what was going on and it felt like it was like the apocalypse. Um, although sometimes it still feels like it's the apocalypse with everything that's going on in the world. But uh, I, I don't think I would be half the person that I am today uh, without the influence of my father. He, he, he had such a peace about him. Um, you know, we would, Julie he and I would play games, whether it was in Italy or back in, in, in we'd go home to Chicago or, or Massachusetts, and, you know, he would cheat at Sari or uh, Uno or Scategories. We just, we just had a lot, a lot of fun, but there was, there was no, there was, nothing could rattle him. And that was the most amazing thing. Nothing could ever rattle him. And he, after losing my mother, he never dated again. He, and uh, I don't think my mother in heaven would have allowed him to date. Um, but he was, he, he was, they did it once, they did it right, 45 years together and never spent a day apart. And it's something I try to bring into my relationship with Julie. Um, and one of his, one of his sayings was, you know, I, I would turn him for advice all the time. He's like, sometimes it is what it is. And he had a very strong faith, much like my mother. He'd go to church. He'd always sit in the sixth pew. Uh, I'd go to church every uh, day during the week, even on Sundays. Um, and I would go to church with him when I was back in Chicago, or we would when he would come out to Massachusetts. We did a lot of little projects around the house together and gardening. And he was just an active, um, an active member of, of of life and and appreciated small things his his his, his garden um, washing his car um, but I always felt bad that he was alone and you know I think when you get into this field uh, you know your goal is to help people and um, you know I, I saw pain in my dad's eyes and it was a pain that I couldn't take away and um, you know, leaving Chicago to get back to Massachusetts, but back in March of 2020 when he passed away, I I can tell you as a human, I have never, ever, ever cried as hard as I did walking out of his uh, garage, getting in our car, knowing that I would never see him again. But I didn't say, I didn't really talk about it with him. I didn't say goodbye I just said I'll be back and that was uh, it's etched into my mind and I'm able to empathize with people who have lost um, lost things or people who are just going through extreme emotion that that was pain that I it was almost uncontrollable and you know Julie was driving and you know she's not familiar with the city and you know it was hard but she did her best to console me but I will never ever ever forget that day um because he was um you know I mean he was he was he, he would look up on on YouTube videos how to fold socks so he didn't um so he had enough room in his 
you know, carry on. I was like, oh, I can't pack extra stuff because, you know, it's kind of not rigid, but just his own little system of how he did things. And thankfully, he finally got hearing aids the last couple of years of his life because everything, I think he missed out on half the conversations in between. And we, we would have our rituals, we would do our jokes, and we, we, we would replay Seinfeld episodes with each other, just funny lines. And uh, Planes, Chase, Automobiles was our, our, our favorite movie. But, um, you know, his his kindness, and I think it's really helped me in, in my role of being a stepfather, which is a different role, but it's still a role of you have a responsibility uh, for other people besides yourself. Even though Julie's kids are, are, are grown in the 30s, early 30s, um, you know, being a stepfather is, 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 is a very... Um, uh, there are hard waters to navigate sometimes, but I think I have a very strong relationship with, with, with my stepkids, and I really try to be that, that, that stable figure because that's what my father was. He was unshakable. He was unshakable by, I, I don't even remember one time in my life of him ever getting upset. And he was a constant source of support, of encouragement, and guidance. And his guidance was simplistic. Uh, he was very smart, but he was, he was, he was simple and he took pleasure in the simple things of life and it helped I think it helps to ground me in really what is important in life what are the things that are really important and these are values from both of my parents and that is family and that's something that Julia spouses the same thing that's an incredibly important value for both of us is family and connectedness yes are there are there times of disagreement are there times of you know where you don't argue that that that, that happens it's actually healthy um, and not everybody has had the experience that, that I have um, with having uh, that type of father figure. And it's there's some days I, I still I, I still drive home and I, I I pick up the phone and I I think of calling him and, I, and reality settles in and it's like he's not there anymore. And I remember telling Julie on our first date that you know uh, how important my dad was. And that um, losing him was my worst fear in in the world. And it was something that was almost insurmountable that I could even fathom. But I think it's for the grace of God and, and, and the solid foundation that I did have with my father, um, which gave me peace and being able to live a life without him here. I would give anything to have him back as my mo- as well as my mother. My father was just a special figure, and I wanted to always make sure he knew how much he was needed, how much he was loved. And it, I, I had to dedicate this episode to him because uh, my work, and my, my, I think my, my personality and how I relate to people is uh, an approximation of him. And I've heard people like my friend's brother, or my brother's friends, and other you know family members said, if I could be one tenth of what your father is, I'd be happy. And that just spoke volumes to me. And I was proud to be a son. I'm still proud to be a son. I still talk to him. I look at the Cardinals. Um, I have his glasses in one of the windows of the house. And before I leave the house every day, no matter if I go two or three times a day, I always kiss his glasses and say, I miss you, Papa. I love you. So Julie was incredibly close to him as well. And and, and we formed this really unique bond that... Um, I don't think it comes across in a lot of families, and you know, again, this is a very this is a clinical program, but uh, as as somebody who I, I could not I could not let this topic 
not be discussed because of the immaculate impact he's had on my life, not only as a human, as a stepfather, as a sibling, as a son, but also as um, a neuropsychologist, because it just in terms of how he treated people, and there was kindness. He was the epitome of kindness, the epitome of peace, the epitome of, 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 of strength, and, and, and just... Uh, I, I, I don't think I'll ever meet another soul as kind in my life as as as, as my father. So, t- yeah, yeah, Julie's gonna pop on just briefly. Pick it up. Lily's with us today. Hi, um, I just uh, I've been listening, and um, I. We did have another program planned for today, but um, we're very grateful that um, we had the opportunity to see, you know, just kind of a huge um, surge in followers, um, which thank you everyone for that. Uh, You guys are amazing. We love you. Um, We're very, very grateful for you. I think it's really important as we talk about all the problems and things that go wrong in the world to really focus also on the things that we have that are beautiful and solid. And, you know, if if we're blessed with such a situation, whether it's a friend or a parent or a child um, or, gosh, I mean, Joe, with Joe, I mean, we were the three musketeers, but with Cora and I, when we met, it was definitely a package deal. My kids were grown, but, um, you know, when you blend families, it you just never know how it's going to go. And I remember him talking about Joe, his father, before I met Joe. And when I met Joe, it was absolutely love at first sight. And he, you know... It just a huge tribute to Joe today because he gave Core the courage to do this program. Um, he's the one who suggested it, um, but his presence is—I I, don't—I don't know that I've ever met anybody with a presence like him. He almost had a presence of like Jesus. He—he he just was never uh, angry, never bitter. He was always kind and always calm. Very funny. Um, He's Midwestern, so he had that kind of laid back mentality. But he had a huge heart and he loved his family. And we all fell in love with him, um, my entire family. And we, I would have adopted him. (laughs) So he would come out all the time to visit us and we'd go visit him as well. But you know, he was had such an enormous impact on our family, my life, and I was uh, blessed to be able to meet a man who loved his father so much and was absolutely, constantly loving him. There was never, it was so consistent, and I was just kind of in awe of that, you know, just the relationship they had. They were best friends. They would talk several times a day. It was like that dream relationship you wish you had with a parent, you know, or a child um, and or best friend. But 
We miss you, Joe, and uh, thank you for listening to this um, podcast. It's not very clinical, but it it it's important. It's it's absolutely important to thank the people in your life and tell the people in your life that you love them. Um, the ones that are really there for you appreciate them. We all can take things for granted, and we all do, but that. That's just the way life is. But um, thank you for listening. We love you, and God bless you all. Thanks, honey. So I think Julie summed it up. Uh, I was actually getting tearful as she was talking because I uh, I miss him. Yeah, I miss him too. You know, it it it, it, it it's uh, it's hard, but um, I'll compose myself. Definitely. Uh, a significant influential person in my life um but as julie said uh if you have tank if you have tension or angst try to reconcile it with with family members because people do not get replaced and sometimes arguments uh can extend way beyond a reasonable period of time and relationships can get incredibly strained and you know, with, with work and with forgiveness and, and compassion, things can be resolved. Um, but as talking from someone who's lost both parents at, at a young age, um, I can I can empathize with anybody out there who's struggling with the same thing. But I will encourage you, do not have any regrets. And that is one thing that I have peace with is I have no regrets, not with my mom and certainly not with my father. But this episode is for you, Pop. Um I love you. I miss you. God bless you, Bob. All right. Okay. No, just get tearful. All right. So, besides having a strong clinical mindset, I also can see the human side of me. Um, So... As always, feel free to reach out at uh, psychologyunplugged at outlook.com. Get a hold of me uh, through Psychology Today. Uh, you can contact me directly at 617-750-9411, East Coast Standard Time. Until next week, be well, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, love yourselves, love your family. Bye, guys.